0: And they ain't even going to be jerks about it. No, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes?
1: And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements.
0: No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called?
1: It's joke workshop.
3: It's 8 o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for Fantastics Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Yay! Yay. This is Baby's second night out. This is Falcor's second set. Well, third, really, because we did happy hour as well. So this is the third time he's been on stage to make my jokes funnier and, and much more agreeable. I wore this outfit. Oh, I can finally see myself in it. I specifically dressed... To accentuate the kitty's astronauty look. Uh-huh. So, I, I'm, he's, he's, this is like his rocket cat. <laughs> na, 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 no one knows the words. <laughs> Except there's one point in that song where he talks about his wife, and I'm like, oh, I think you do protest too much, lady. I think we all know Elton John with those sparkly glasses uh, what was going on. But uh, yay, so I have a cat strapped to me, and that is lovely. Charity's friend is coming and my friend Amanda's here. Falcor's first mom. Give it up for her. Saving him. Saving him from death. He was like less than a pound. Like a half a pound. This amazing kitten you see before. You know this um, this enormous beast of a kitten. He was half a pound and he was dying. And he was covered with fleas. She tells me a story about his eyes with fleas on his eyes. And she still picked him up and wasn't freaked out. Like I'd be like, oh gross. What do you do with these things? Like (laughs) gross. Gross! It look like I'm gonna die. Jonathan, do something. <laughs> like that's, that's what I say when there's cute animals. Does anyone else own? Um, own? Own is the worst word. I hate that. I feel like I feel like the word own for. I'm like, are we bringing this back to? Sleep? I don't own this cat. Like he is. We are lucky enough to share our lives with one another. Like, there's something happening. I get, are oh, you, you, you're a cat owner? How dare, how dare we think we can own these majestic creatures? These aliens from the sky. Like, I really feel like... Cats are alien beings from other planets who came here to make our lives better. And the China Chinese have known for thousands of years that's why they bow with one hand to the cat. Those weird little cat thing. What are those cat statues about? They're praying to something, right? They're praying to the cat, the cat gods of wonderment like may my life be okay. Yeah, have a cat. <laughs> Pet a cat. Why do people want dogs? I don't get it. Why would you want to go out twice a day to walk it around, pick up poo? I used to have dogs and it is so gross when you pick up a warm handful of dog shit. It's like the worst. It's like Burning Man on steroids. It's like, it's not even your poo. It's like another animal's poo. I'm sorry. You're eating a burrito. I feel terrible right now. I'm talking about dog shit and you're, the burritos across the street are really delicious. (laughs) I'm terrible. Cat. Uh, cat feces however is easy (laughs) they go in a box i just don't understand like why and people keep they see me on the street now with the cat walking around they're like oh does he like it i'm like well he doesn't hate it like he's not clawing to get his way out he's not like angry or like crying like i think things are okay like oh yeah I i don't i don't see enough cats out in the world like yeah, I don't know. Is he freaking out? Is he still, are you hiding in there? Come on out. Make my jokes funnier. Come on, cat. You can do it. He is He is so cute. I have cat calling jokes, but they, <laughs> they I'm trying to call the cat right now. Come on. Is that why it's called cat calling? Because we kiss at the cats? This is the thing I was thinking about the other day. Why do we all instinctively kiss at cats to try to get them to come to us? They don't know that. Like he doesn't get it yet that like, Means come here. Like and I sit there and I'm like, "Falcor," and he doesn't. He doesn't do anything because cats don't listen to you. <laughs> no, they do. They respond. They were. Uh, but I guess that's why it's called cat calling because you kiss at cats. Come here. And that's what you do at women is. Come here. Neither of it works. It's just it's the same thing. It doesn't work on cats either. It doesn't work on women. Although I did I did um, have a difficulty the other day figuring out the difference between a uh, cat calling and complimenting. Uh, I, I was walking in the Tenderloin, and uh, a man said, girl, you got a nice fit on today. And I was like, that's a comp, that's a well-crafted compliment, sir. I am a fit and I'm wearing a nice outfit. Good work. <laughs> Good good thing. Uh, And another another man said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. Compliment. (laughs) Not catcall. Compliment. Well-crafted compliment. Uh, the, the, still another man commented on my appearance without me asking to, I guess that's what cat calling is, is like when someone overtly comments on your appearance without being like, hey, without putting it on Facebook with a picture, like, what do you think of this outfit? <laughs> like, when you're just on the street and someone gives their opinion. Uh, but he was like, oh, I like that skirt. Can I get my hand in there and get a sniff? Oh, what? That is catcalling. That is where we made the switch. Nice skirt, compliment, didn't want it, but still underneath sniffing bad. Gross. Also like kind of gay. Why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? Like that is so weird. I I don't shower much, so pff, gross, gross. Oh, cat call me. Is he out? Yeah, it's
0: so cute when he comes
3: out. Come on, come on Valcourt. Everybody, cat, call the cat.
2: Kitty, 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 kitty. Everybody, kitty, kitty.
3: Did he come? Is he looking? Kitty, kitty. So he's on the side. He feels safe under there. Like he's, he's hidden and, mmm. God, he's so cute. Okay. I know. It's it just, it, it really, I've been, Just trying this has been the other weird thing, is that I've never realized that San Francisco was actually quite a friendly place until you strap a kitten on your stomach and walk around, get on the 19 bus. The 19 bus, usually scary, usually awful and makes me like think twice about living in the Tenderloin. I'm like, oh, we're gonna just do heroin on the bus now. Okay, that's great. All right, it's the 19. And then you write it up. Well, it's the 19 Polk. Suddenly, you get on the 19 Polk. Everybody is nice. They talk about their. They're like, I thought, what? Where'd you get? Thirty-four dollars on Amazon. I can afford that. That's amazing. Are you people? Are you beta testing? Are you part of the team that built this amazing contraption? Is there? Are you getting a cut when everybody's the huge rush on cat astronaut backpacks on the Amazon? Are you getting a cut of this? No, I just I'm a crazy cat lady, and I really. Wanna walk around with a cat all the time. My life has improved greatly. All right. It has. (laughs) Anyone, get a cat. Like seriously, get a cat. They will make your life so much better. And you can you can take them places. It's not you don't just have to leave them at home and feel guilty all the time when you have a life. You can actually just like share a life with me, cat. Like And they're just such understanding partners. They just really, like, they just get it, and you don't even have to talk. I'm sorry, I don't want to start crying again. This happened yesterday at an open mic. I, like, started getting, like, about all the cats, thinking about all the cats I saw in Greece that lived under cars, and I was like, I want to take all the cats. I want to be like that crazy Tinder lady and hug all the cats, (laughs) like, hug all of them and cry and get popular and do other videos about cats. (laughs) Like... (laughs) <laughs> make fun of me. I wish the world would make fun of me when I cry on the internet. <laughs> Instead, it's like two views and one is my mom. And we haven't talked in like six years, so that's funny. No, I'm kidding. I don't put videos of myself up on the internet. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I don't have the technology. Uh, I, uh, I have a dumb phone still. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry, you guys. I won't embrace. Uh, the only technology I will embrace are these awesome cat packs. The Okay, we'll sing the song and we'll get to all the comics tonight.
2: Yay!
3: Yay! As I rambled about cats. I was only dirty like once. Is it, is it, let me ask you a question real quick though. Is the, come, the boyfriend coming smell thing, is that too gross? Like, will people in Arkansas have a problem with that? <laughs> <laughs> And now the question gets deeper. Well, in Arkansas, I don't know. I probably you probably shouldn't talk about smelling like cum in Arkansas. Cool. So scared. Uh, other than yeah, here here that joke is fine. That's just par for the course. But yeah, Middle America, we might have a problem. Let's sing a song together. Yay! M U T I N Y Comedy Clubhouse Comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi,
2: hi.
3: M-U-T-I-N-Y comedy clubhouse. You wanna come inside my clubhouse? Yeah. Yay! Uh, all right. Thanks guys for being here. This is very exciting. We have a, a, a every Friday we have a great lineup, and I'm super, super excited for tonight. Uh, we have really, really funny people, and they're here to make you laugh. And thank you for being here, audience people. Yay, audience people!
4: Yay! You make the show so
3: much more fun. <laughs> Otherwise, we have to like think about all the radio listeners that are out there and be like, they're there, they're there, right? There are people we're not just like shouting into the void, like, oh you there. So anybody, if you tell a joke and no one laughs, is it really a joke? Like, is it, Or is it just a poem? Oh. Oh. How many poems can we get tonight, huh? Uh, none from your first comedian. He's so funny. He runs OMG uh, on Tuesdays, and he's a great host and a really funny, funny, funny guy. Clap your hands wildly for Boris Shakurko! Yay!
5: Guys, can we, for Pam? can we clap for Pam? It's so funny. I've never seen... I've never seen one of those cat backpacks before, but you know that it's like it's all cute when you know you have a cat, you put it in a backpack, you wear it. That's cute, but you know that the next step is going to be someone walking around with six backpacks, like just like all around, just like you got one in the front, you got one, It's just gonna it's gonna become mayhem on the 19. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be like just they're going to have to lower the wheelchair thing for that person to get on. It's going to be a very depressing... It's going to be a very depressing endeavor. it will be like, oh, are any of them out? It's like, chances are one of them is. One of them is probably looking through that hole. That's a cute... That's a cute cat. Do we like cats? We all love cats, right? I was... a. Uh, I uh, I was babysitting two cats, two twin cats, recently, and they're very cute, and I was like, I kind of, I finally kind of like understood pets and cats, like, I was playing around for like an hour, and I was like, I'm not lonely anymore, like, that's all, it's all it took was a little meow and a little, just a little, like, I didn't even come, I'm just not lonely anymore, I didn't even need to, the urge is gone. I would like a cat now that's all it is it's, a, it's, a, it's not a good road to go down, honestly, unless you get in the backpack well it's a scary situation too, because sometimes i've left my backpack in places i don 't know how people would, i don't know how people would feel about me leaving a, a backpack with a cat. Can you imagine like you're at some open mic, you know you're drinking, da 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 everyone leaves. you see a backpack in the corner, you open it up, try to see a notebook whose name is it it's a cat like can you imagine? It's a cat! A fucking cat! <laughs> I was going to kind of try... You know, it's... Th- that kind of would be the best, though. Like, I've... If I f- randomly found the cat backpack, <laughs> that might... Uh, yeah, no, literally. Literally, it's like, oh, cool. The, lore, the Storks don't exist, but this does, and I'm fine with that, too. I don't... This is equally as good. This is, If not better. Well now I'm picturing a cat backpack, but it's not fair it's only for cats you've got to do one for dogs, right? And that just doesn't work It just can you imagine a Siberian husky in a backpack like that? Just like face mush to get like like get me the fuck. just like a big fucking a huge yeah I don't have a cat backpack. I just have a belly. It's it's equally as it's equally as circular. If you look at it in the right way, something might pop out. Might be a burrito from yesterday. You don't know. Kss, kss, kss. It's not coming out. Give it some time. We'll see what happens. Kss, kss. Why did they respond to that? I don't know. I actually don't. I, they, why do they respond to? Well, is it is it kisses or is it like? Kss? That's a. See, that's a. Yeah, it's. Uh, although that's also like a didn't we just vote about keeping animals in that small of a space? Like, wasn't that one of the things we as San Franciscans were like, look, let people get dialysis and stop putting chickens into fucking backpacks. That was one of the. Here's a better idea: chicken in a backpack. You got the you can get eggs out of the backpack. I that's a that's a way to run a portable farm. Uh, that would be. Did we all vote? Did we all vote this week? Yeah, we did. It's funny. I don't know if you've seen, but like a lot of people on the internet, a lot of people on Facebook are like, for some reason, I keep seeing people be like, there's no better feeling than like voting out a Republican. And as someone who grew up in San Francisco, never, never have I ever done that. Like never. (laughs) The closest I've come to is voting out some extremely left-wing liberal for a full-on commie. That's (laughs) the closest I've come to in San Francisco, to vote out a Republican. I'd have to move to Daly City. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Fuck it. God, I want a cat. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stick with me. Like, fuck, you don't even need comedy, dude. Just go spend time with a cat. But what if the cat doesn't like you? Cause I was, so I was babysitting two twin cats. One of them didn't like me. The other one did because I think it was a little competitive. Uh, and I was like, well, what if you get a cat and they don't like you? You can't bring them back to the SPCA. You can't bring them back to, you can't throw them back into the fucking forest with wolves. Like I, you just, it wasn't a good fit. It's not a date. Like, <laughs> I just feel like we're, you know, we have different goals and I respect yours too. It's just, it's not the right fit. Um, well, that's fun. I, uh, I'm trying to think what else I know about cats. I know that the, uh, the city of uh, the city of Jerusalem. This is a little history fact that I know the city of Jerusalem used to have a very big problem with rats. Uh, Historically, I don't know why. There was a big problem with rats. And then in order to get rid of the cats, they imported a bunch of cats because then the cats took took care of the rats. So now the city of Jerusalem has a bunch of stray cats just all over town. And the same thing happened uh, because there was like Palestinians and then we brought in the Jews to take them out. You know, it's a very similar situation. (laughs) And now there's just a lot of Jews, just stray Jews walking around Jerusalem. That's what happened. It's so funny that you brought up the 19 bus because I fucking hate the 19 bus. I hate fucking with all my, this is no joke. No joke. I was on the 19 bus two weeks ago. I was walking. It was an empty bus. There was one woman on the bus. I was walking by her. I could feel her eyes were following me. You know what that feels like when you know someone's just like following, like, you know, when someone's eyes are on you. I was walking by and I turned to her as I'm walking and a bunch of spit just like right on my face. I know. And like a little dot of it like on my lip. It was so, it was so disgusting. It was so disgusting. And honestly, a part of me was like, I just went to the back of the bus. I sat down. I was like, okay, she's fucking crazy. Whatever. Like, what am I going to do? Like, what? Spit back? That's not my game. I'm not going to. This isn't, that's not at all my, it's not my MO. It was also not like, it was like, like the. it was a lot. It was a lot. It was like. If you watch porn, which I know you do, it's like sloppy blowjob gag porn. Like, that's how much there was. And all over my face. And uh, I went to the back of the bus. I sat down. I was like, oh, she's fucking crazy. Whatever. It's San Francisco. It happens. We're somehow okay with this. And, uh... And then she came over and pointed a finger right at my face, and she was like, you're a kike. I don't like kikes. She just went off on this kike thing, and I was like, oh, my God, because at first I thought it was just some San Francisco techie thing, even though I grew up here, whatever. I'm like, okay, I get it. I look like that, whatever. She came over. and was like straight up, like, talking about kikes. No one even uses that word anymore. Um, and a part of me wanted to kind of just be like, like, I am, but what's it to you? Like, because <laughs> like, it's like, what? your business it's not your business I am who I am leave me alone Um, so she spit on my face and I was honestly fine with it till a friend of mine was like you might have like mono and I was like honestly if that's all I have I'm pretty happy Uh, pretty happy Uh, that's the experiences of taking fucking the 19 it's like well at least she didn't fucking shit on my face Uh, you you take your wins where you can get them Fucking, God, I wish I had a cat. Um, What if right outside my belly right now came out a cat? (laughs) What if this is just a cat? No, it's not a cat. It's not a cat. It's not a cat. Although I wish it was a cat. That would be a fun cat. Um, Yeah, the 19... Ugh, what a trash bus. Just a not a no bueno. Just number one. We sh- there should have been a proposition to at least just rename. You know when a company fucks up so hard they rename the company? Like BP had that oil spill. They changed their name to some other shit. The 19 bus should do that. Just like call it any other number. Just like the 877 bus. Whatever. Just like hopefully people will be like, where's the 19? Ah, fuck it. I'll take the 18. And then all of us on the 877 are like, fuck yeah. We finally got what we wanted autonomy. That's all I want, man. Well, this was fun. What are you guys up to? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, comedy. Um I got a haircut recently. Got this haircut uh, kind of recently. I uh I grew up with a, uh my grandma's a barber. She was a barber in Russia. And so this is the first haircut I've gotten in my life that's not uh by my grandma. And so uh yeah it was kind of weird i went to the I went to the barber and honestly uh after the haircut was done, it looks nice but uh I felt like the barber just didn't know uh my pubic area as well. you know my grandma kind of cornered the market on that um you should you should look into it we're exclusive leave her alone um she's a good woman <laughs> yeah it's well oh yeah no politics is interesting uh my name uh my name is Boris, obviously it's like, you know, it's clear that I'm Russian and uh, I was born there and then moved to San Francisco and I actually worked with a woman who recently found out that 70% of her hometown in Indiana are Donald Trump supporters. She just found that out because of the election and she was walking around the office all day today, like trying to wrap her head around how 70% of the people she grew up with support Donald Trump. But it's like, you know, my whole hometown is Donald Trump supporters and I was born in Russia, you know, <laughs> it's strange. It's strange how that works it's not right uh, it's weird how p- political correctness is interesting because you ever like you ever talk to someone annoying and you're like I wish we would ban all the words uh, why don't we just do that why don't we just do that like cool we started with like racial epithets like that's important how about everything else I'm willing to let language go uh, just like not to listen to some people. Um, that would be enough, honestly. That's why I'm... It's weird when people say that they're, like, nonsense. You f- don't you feel like a lot of old people always talk about, like, kids are so sensitive these days, political correctness, da that. It's, like, always older people talking about it. As if, like, you know, as if my grandpa doesn't get offended ever, you know? It's, like, bring up the fact that, like... Just bring up the idea that, like, Joe McCarthy's still alive and thinks you're a communist. Bring that up to any old person. They'll be like, oh, shit. Triggered. Triggered the fuck. Triggered the fuck out of me. Oh, my God. It's, like remember world war 2 it's, like, it's like so you you f- do the same thing i do i just do it for other people you're selfish it's your own experiences um yeah i was already talking about muni might as well you know i i grew up in san francisco and i think i have realized why you don't really hear about anyone committing suicide on the tracks of muni and that's cuz no one has that kind of patience you know <laughs> Like, no one's going to lay there for 46 minutes while the M sits at West Portal, you know? <laughs> like, no one's doing that. Like, sometimes people ask, like, why are there so many jumpers on the Golden Gate Bridge? And honestly, it's because Muni can't handle the demand. <laughs> That's why. All right, this has been a lot of fun, guys. Make it a lot for Pam Benjamin. The light, the
3: for Chicago, everyone. Yay! I never wear girls shoes and I just realized why. They are impossible to walk in. <laughs> if you don't practice walking on stilts, you shouldn't just pick them up and put them on. I think that's what we've learned in this situation. Thank you. I do think these shoes are super cute. Like I tried to put together like a spacey outfit for the kitten and be like, "Look, <laughs> Falcor is flying through space. He's a luck dragon. Woo. Hey, here's the thing. Don't rewatch. That movie. I know it's out right now on um, on the Netflix, and the Neverending Story is there. But then you realize how bad '80s movies really were. (laughs) Like you're like, that's what we like. I suspended my creativity. I watched Kroll the other day, and that was my favorite movie as a child. Like with the thingy spun, and had the little nails on. I was like, and that eye, and the beautiful princess with the red hair. And I was like. it's very exciting and now i'm like wow it's so boring and slow (laughs) like how long are we going to climb up this like weird mountain all the mountain thing it's going to disappear in 24 hours what would i do has anybody seen crawl am (laughs) i you don't know i'm the only (laughs) deep cuts for all the dorks listening out there uh i don't think it's back on netflix crawl but when it comes out telling you don't watch it because it was better in my memory Your next comedian is tall. I was going to do a thing about tall, and then I was going to do a thing about, like, dorky. Uh, but I, I mean that in the best way. He's like a computer genius who is the everything behind Mutiny Radio. If you're ever like, Pam knows nothing about computers, and yet the Internet station seems to run. That's, <laughs> that's vastly because of your next comedian's experience. He's also very funny. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Richard Kiss. Yeah. Yay! <laughs>
6: All right, thank you. Thank you, Pam. Uh, with an introduction like that, I always feel like I gotta come up here and just do like, you know, 10 minutes on how Bitcoin works. <laughs> well, you see, it's a ledger. It's cryptographically signed and uh, every 10 minutes a new block is created using the SHA-256 hash algorithm. Who here likes DSA? huh? My, who's with me? Nobody? Okay. <laughs> great. Uh, it's been a rough week for me. Uh, a lot of conflict. You know, uh, Liam Neeson accused me. He accused me, of all people, of being a name dropper. <laughs> so, what, can, you, can you believe that? And then LeBron James said that my stories are not credible. I think he's just mad because I kept on dunking and dunking on him. A game of one-on-one. Yeah, who's a free agent now, bitch? And Al Gore said that my references are dated. So that sucks. Lockbox. Yeah, only old people are laughing at that. Um, Recount in Florida, huh? Yeah, 537 votes. uh, But Bush sued to stop the voting. Am I got this right, or is this just... Deja vu hitting me. I don't know. Uh, you guys should write, My name is uh, Richard Kiss. My last name is Kiss. K-I-S-S. No tricks to the spelling. Imagine there's a band with your last name and they suck. That's my life. It's like, great. Thank you very much. People are like, oh, do you like Kiss? No, I don't like Kiss. Come on. Makeup. Give me a break. You know what that band needs? They need a gimmick. That's, I think, that'd really help them. Yeah. Richard KISS, K-I-S-S. It's bad enough, uh, as a kid growing up, the last name KISS is bad enough all by itself, but think about the last name KISS next to the short form of Richard. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's right, with no irony, my parents named me Dick KISS. Well done. Nice planning, not exactly tease-proof. I don't know. They could have named me for my grandfather, you know, to honor him. Instead, they decided they would honor fellatio. (laughs) And I don't want to know why. That's my parents were talking about. That's TMI. Too much information. Who looks at a baby and says, oh, he is so adorable. Let's name him for the (laughs) blowjob. My parents, that's who does that. Uh, So I got problems. I'm uh, obsessive compulsive. OCD, or as I like to say, I'm careful. The air quotes, careful. Anyone else got uh, OCD? By uh, applause, if you're obsessive-compulsive, clap 17 times. (laughs) That was seven. (laughs) I didn't want to count, but I couldn't help it. It's like OCD and, uh, and ADD mixed into one. Let's see, 17. One, two, three. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> Besides OCD, I'm also cheap. And let me tell you, the women I go out with, they're sick of this combination. I'm so cheap that uh, I'll make her split the check. But because I'm OCD, I make her show her work. <laughs> yeah. Every step. And no calculators. That's cheating. I want to see a proof. Damn it. I want to see the little numbers. The carries, the carries. So they're called. Anyone else major in math? No. Okay. Is so a little jittery, kind of on edge tonight? Uh, you know what it is. I have not had a cigarette for seventy-two hours. Can you believe that? Huh? Yeah. Give it up for self-restraint, huh? It's willpower at its finest. Actually, I've never had a cigarette my entire life. But nobody ever claps for that. <laughs> It's a culture of redemption. You don't get any credit for doing the smart thing the whole time. (laughs) And uh, I'm a whore for applause, so, you know, I'll frame it however I need to to get you guys to clap for me. Uh, I've been doing comedy for a while, and uh, I was in uh, New York recently, I was there for work, and... uh, on Friday, at the end of the week on Friday, I found an open mic to do, and I, I did that. And it was a really great room. It was amazing. It was like this underground thing, and they had good lights and an audience and stuff. And But uh, it's weird, because you had to pay. Like, I had to pay $7 to do four and a half minutes. And I guess it kind of made sense, because it was such a great show. But it made me realize, you get a special on Comedy Central, that's got to be like hundreds of dollars. It's to pay to perform. That's, that's what I'm getting at, you know. So I've got to cash in your 401k to do Jimmy Kimmel. It's fast way to go broke doing comedy. Comedy. The only career that costs you money. <laughs> well, you'll see. Uh, so I'm a uh, Canadian. I grew up in Canada. There's a call it here, America light. Canada, Canada, United States are very similar. Canada's like uh, the U.S. with snow and healthcare websites that work the first time. So yeah, take that, Obama. Boom, timely. Stick it to the establishment. Canadians and Americans, they're very similar. Uh, One of the main differences though is Americans, Americans have a culture of uh, self-promotion, you know, like look at Trump, the uh, braggart in chief. There's, it's, it, seems, it seems okay to sort of pump yourself up, whereas Canadians are more humble, you know, it's almost like a culture of humility, like humility is something to strive for. It's almost like I would say, a Canadian would say, I don't like to brag, but I don't like to brag. <laughs> That's what it's like. Uh, yeah. But uh, I've lived in the U.S. for a long time, lived here uh, on a bunch of different visas, student visa, went here for grad school, and then uh, work visa, and then I got my green card, had that for a while. But uh, finally, two years ago, I took the plunge and I became a naturalized U.S. citizen. Yes, thank you, one of you. Um, so far, it's going pretty great. My favorite thing is uh, the guaranteed applause line of comedy shows. Uh, I'd recommend that, you know, if you're already a citizen, maybe, you know, get denaturalized. Actually, you know, one funny thing I found out was uh, it costs $650 to get naturalized. I mean, there's more to it than just paying. You got to jump through all these other hoops too. But the the paperwork is $650 to uh, renounce your citizenship costs $2,000. So in other words, the United States is like a nightclub Where getting out costs more than getting in. Makes you realize, maybe something is up. Maybe it's not as great as I think. Uh, Wow, a lot of patriots here tonight. Hey, look, I'm American too now, okay? I can make jokes. Uh, Actually, I'm dual, so, you know, if things start getting too crazy here, it's like, (laughs) hello, Canada. I like to call it my... uh, global warming insurance. (laughs) Uh, One thing I found out that's weird about uh, getting naturalized is, as a naturalized uh, U.S. citizen, I have almost all the same rights as a regular U.S. citizen. I can't ever be president, of course, because I'm not, I wasn't born a U.S. citizen. Uh, But, you know, now I can vote, I I can serve on juries. I don't know if that's really a good thing, but but now it's at least it's allowed before it wasn't allowed. But there's one exception, and that is uh if I if I am in a terrorist group, then I can lose my US citizenship. But only for five years. After five years, then it's okay. Yeah, exactly. So it makes me it makes me wonder, in five years am I gonna have an itch to just join a terrorist group? It feels like this is a new freedom that I have. I've if I don't take it up, take, up, take, it, take it up, then I'm kind of leaving money on the table, right? <laughs> so I'm going to look into that. You guys are lucky. You can join a terrorist group now. I got another three years and 17 days to go. <laughs> got it circled on my calendar. A new freedom kicks in. <sighs> well, the election was fun. Uh, Trump guy, man, I, it's so amazing to see how many people voted for Trump a couple of years ago. Uh, It wasn't me though. Don't blame me. Um, I don't know. Is he really that bad a president though? I heard that he actually donates his salary to charity. You guys heard that? I think it's called the uh, Trump foundation. Their charter is to uh, pay off porn stars and playmates. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know if you've uh, heard about this. I saw on the news. Apparently, uh, dogs have cleaner mouths than humans Humans do. is one of these special interest pieces. Humans have more germs in their mouths than dogs do, which made me realize why my neighbor's dogs squirm so much when we make out. <laughs> yeah he thinks it's gross all those germs Either that or he's a homophobe i don't know he's a germ freak bigot who can tell with the dalmatians sloppy jowls on them too have you noticed that a lot of slobber it's like taking the 19. Uh, i gotta get out of here but uh um my sister's uh, birthday's coming up. Um, well, actually, it's in March, but what, am I supposed to just do this joke tw- uh, two <laughs> weeks a year? Come on. And uh, I got to get her something, and I hate doing this. I hate, like, buying a gift. I never know what to get her, and I'm terrible at shopping, but uh, I know what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to get her a gift card, right? Gift card is lazy and fucking horrible. Gift card says, uh, well, I didn't know what to get you, but uh, I do know where you're going to get it. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, thank you for taking your cash and making it more specific. <laughs> yes, uh, money I can only spend at Hello Kitty, great. <laughs> 2,000 yen, wonderful. What prefecture is that store in? Is that even a store? Anyway, so what I'm gonna do for my sister is I'm gonna go to foreign exchange and get her a 20 pound note from the United Kingdom. Be like, uh, here we go, it's a gift card for Britain. Don't spend it all in one place. You know, like Scotland. All right. My name is Richard Kiss. And I'm a computer nerd.
3: Richard Kiss, everyone. Hooray. He said there about Trump, uh, everybody giving their money to charity. And I think that... Actually, you should do that. You should always give all your money to Charity. Uh, your next comedian's name is Charity. <laughs> uh, hey, be, be gratuitous with your claps and uh, laugh hard at her awesome jokes. It's Charity Pomeroy. Yay!
4: Yeah, I've, I've never seen those checks. Uh, when I was growing up, my mom would always introduce me as, oh, this is my daughter, Charity. Uh, she's who Jay Paul Getty left all his money to. And for those who aren't old, Jay Paul Getty was a billionaire. Uh, sadly, I believed that. And I thought, someday I'm going to be rich. And here I am in San Francisco making a sweet five-figure income. Don't be jealous, it's mid Uh, (laughs) five-figure. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And uh, I, I actually am wealthy enough to finally, um, be able to afford my own place in San Francisco! I've got a whole 196 square feet to call my own. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, the best thing about it... Oh, my God, I I can't do it, I can't do it, because my lifestyle would be the worst, but I can have a cat. Oh, no! I know! This is killing me! I, I have, I'm one of eight kids. I am the only kid in my family who doesn't have a cat. So I'm really, I'm really failing all of pussy kind. Actually, in more than one way. Uh, <laughs> I'm also a lesbian, so I love all kinds of pussies. And uh, yeah, that is, that is true. But oh my God, this cat is killing me. And uh, can I just say, thank you, Pam Benjamin, for inventing cat comedy oh my god <laughs> yeah i don't i don't even know what to do with it i <laughs> yeah I, I definitely have a problem um with cats i am so obsessed with them i, I think if there's ever a me too movement for cats i am in trouble <laughs> i am going down for all the times I went down on those cats. No, I didn't I didn't do that. That's that's but I have I've definitely held cats down and forced myself on them, but I can't. I know, I know. Is that I mean that is bad. I I am not a good person. And all I want to do is force myself on this cat. But you know, I tell myself they like it. They they like it. I mean, they're, they're, they're giving me all the sounds of approval, like while I'm forcing my face on their face. But anyway, yeah, I, I might get a cat in my new little Tenderloin apartment that I'm so excited about. Uh, yeah, um, and by the way, why I have uh, my own apartment, uh, I went through a divorce last year, and um, yeah, I know, you can clap. It is true. I uh, went through a divorce with actually someone who is still a sweet, dear, dear friend. And um, nine months after our, our divorce, I went to visit her. She's out in West Virginia for a few months. And, and I went to visit her and we just had the best time. And all my feelings of love just swelled. And I started thinking about my coworkers. I have two coworkers who have gotten a divorce. And then gotten back together. Oh, actually, I have a sister who started into a divorce and then called it off. And I started thinking, maybe I, maybe I don't want to be divorced. Maybe I want to get back together. She is such an amazing woman. And she started telling me about what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating. And then she started planning my whole day for me. And then she started doing all the things that reminded me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And to top it off, she doesn't like cats. So, yeah, but most importantly, I'd gone past the 20-week mark with the divorce, so it was already too late. You you can't get a divorce abortion past the 20-week mark. You just, everybody I know, they've done it within the first three months post-divorce. You can do that, but uh, if there isn't already a law, there should be. <laughs> if, if it's old enough to be walking that divorce, uh, which mine isn't, <laughs> but if it's old enough to have come out uh, already, which mine is, yeah, there is. There is no turning back. Um, yeah, so I do. I do have my own place, and I'm. I'm setting it up. I'm. I'm going very slowly because. I'm still living in my ex's apartment so I can take a whole month to move in and decorate and it's really exciting and, and um, uh, I feel like this is a big emergence from this huge depression that I've uh, of course everybody goes through after a divorce um, and actually that depression got really big um, and uh, this is uh, true my best friend is a psychiatrist <laughs> yeah and he actually recommended that I get a cat that was his recommendation yeah I'm like no I want drugs and he was like no no just get a cat and yeah it's it's true Um, he is a psychiatrist very bad at prescribing his friends drugs he has failed me time and time again well except for one time we went to Burning Man I went with him and uh, it's actually him and all his psychiatrist buddies and they were like we're bringing the drugs and I was like yeah (laughs) this is gonna be lit so we get to Burning Man they all sit me down and they prescribe me Zoloft so yeah Burning Man was fine it was it was pleasant a little not not what I wanted though (laughs) yeah no tripping balls for me uh with my I should call him my former best friend until he finally starts doling out the drugs. But no, he he believes in actually bettering my life. What the fuck? Drugs, good drugs would better my life. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, I guess, not going to happen. Um, oh, oh, going back, by the way, uh, to my divorce, I know that's, it's a weird thing, and... Uh, I, I'm going to hang on to it forever. I'm, I'm a lesbian, and, and I'm a lady, and, and we women, we don't let anything go. That is um, one thing I have noticed among uh, every lesbian wedding I've ever gone to. The uh, maids of honor, or the best maid, or whatever, they are always an ex. <laughs> like, seriously. Uh, so my ex will always be in my life whether I want her to or not. And, <laughs> no, that, that sounds bad. I do want her. Um, and we have tried to keep it like very positive. When we broke up, I, um, we both were like, you know what, we're gonna celebrate this. We're gonna treat this as what it is, like the best thing for both of us to break up. And so we were gonna act like adults. So we did the most adult thing possible to um, celebrate our divorce we went to a strip club and that's true that is an adult thing they will not let kids in there i hope Uh, (laughs) so we did we went to a strip club and um, that was fun uh, she, that was another time I was like in the strip club with her and that was when it was fresh. It was a brand new divorce at that point. Really, I could have had the, uh, uh, at that point or, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that she, was into all these women and she was like, let's get a lab dance together. And I was like, oh my god, you know me. You know me so well. And so I was like, OK, you, you pick out the gal. And she did. And so we, we go into this, you know, the private room. We're at that strip club. We're having a great time. And this gal that she chose was an acrobat. It was amazing. That gal got up on the chair in front of my ex And somehow, I still don't know how she did it, uh, she sort of spread her butt cheeks a little bit. And she just slapped my ex uh, in the face. Here, I'll I'll, uh, demonstrate for you so you can get the full effect. Like, yeah, between her butt cheeks, it was amazing. And um, I paid for this uh, lap dance. And I enjoyed it. My ex did not enjoy it. In fact, she did remind me why we broke up. She complained about the lap dance. She had her face inside this woman, and she complains about it. I don't. I want my face inside every orifice a woman has. I don't care what it is. Put your asshole right on my face. I'll rub my face in it. I will love it. Yeah, my uh, my ex didn't like that so much, and I was like, okay, okay all these reminders of why it didn't work out. Uh, but you know, as I thought back on it, watching my ex with her face. In this woman's asshole, I thought, you know, I ate shit for seven years in our marriage. (laughs) Turnabout is fair play! (laughs) So, yeah, it, uh, (laughs) yeah, it was great. Um, It was hard, though. I mean, I am gonna be honest. I I told you already, I went into a deep, deep depression about it when I, uh, when we really did split up. I was like, I wanted to kill myself, so I did what everybody does. I started into comedy, and <laughs> true true story, <laughs> jump off the Golden Gate Bridge or do comedy. I don't know; it's a toss up. Uh, yeah, equally as awful. Uh, but yeah, so um, I, I I did talk to my friend. He he really didn't help my best friend, uh, the psychiatrist, uh, but he did well. He made one good suggestion. He's like, you know, maybe you need to seek outside help. I mean, outside of the comedy thing, because that might not be helping you. He's like, I think you know, it's obviously it's ethically iffy for him to treat me, or and I, I don't want to tell him things. He's my friend, um, and so he suggested that uh, that I seek outside help, and I was like, okay, all right. So uh, I've started seeing a therapist, and yeah, yeah. She's really hot, so I think it'll work out. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I didn't pay her. I mean, I'm not going to a therapist, because how dumb do you have to be to go to a therapist? Anybody here go to a therapist? <laughs> I, okay. I do. Do you really? Okay. Here's the thing, though. Um, are you in a relationship? You're in a relationship? Is, is your person that you're with very giving? Uh-huh. Manipulative at all? A little bit. A little bit. Oh, okay. So that's what you're into. That's why you're going to a therapist. And and you're okay with it? Because I'm going to say, a therapist is a person who went to school to learn how to manipulate you. (laughs) It's true. They are somebody who is like, I just want to manipulate people so badly. I will get student loans for that shit. I will go deep into debt just so I can manipulate other people. And uh, it's true, so i would not I would not pay a therapist, but uh, I'll fuck one. <laughs> yeah,, uh, that whole uh, story about me fucking a therapist is not true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean I know. sometimes comics make things up. Um, I did make that up uh, only because i I probably will never date anybody because <laughs> I don't know how to instigate that whole thing i don't know how to get that rolling i don't know how to talk to women um and i can never tell if a woman is flirting so guys uh, here in the room can you tell if a woman's flirting with you no right i want to say to every man in here who is like It is them, it is them. It is the women, it is completely their fault. Uh, Yeah, we, you gotta tell me flat out, I am flirting with you or else I won't know. Well, no, that's not true. Actually, a few weeks ago, there was a girl, I knew she was flirting with me Uh, by the way I acted really stupid and then turned and ran. Uh, Yeah, that that for me, that's a tell. So um, yeah, I'm probably never gonna date anyone ever again. Anyway, my name is Charity. I'm forever single. (laughs) Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin.
3: Charity Pomeroy, I have some dating advice for you. Some people say raise the bar. Some people say lower the bar. I say meet at the bar. Like that's what you do. You don't need to be on Tinder. You don't need to be on Bumble. You don't need to be on... Uber, whatever. I don't know what people are on these days, but you just have to meet at the bar. That's how that works. Yay, Charity Pomeroy, yay! That was like a therapy session for all of us. It was a lot of fun. And I do believe that cats are 100% therapy. Uh, your next comedian, he, understand, he actually runs a strange form of therapy in his Lyft car. Yeah, it's you. Do you can do you wanna switch it? Do you have to pee or something? Do you wanna switch? Yeah. We'll switch it. We'll have yeah, we'll have another well yeah, no problem. (laughs) You're you're next to me. I can still use the therapy tag. I don't really want to. I'll be like, You're next to me in just a minute. I would totally go to therapy. I just can't afford it. I'm like, I'm on Medi Cal. You only get six a year. And by the time I'd actually find a nice person that I could trust and talk to, they'd be like, I can never see you again. And they'd be like, Oh my God, it's just like. Which I feel it'll be like junior high all over again. <laughs> we go on six dates, and you're like, "I don't ever want to see you again." <laughs> Good. Uh, your next comedian, what a funny guy he is! I always enjoy his comedy. Clap your hands wildly for John Gallagher!
7: Oh yeah! yeah man I love this like I uh, this is like a Maria Bamford special <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is this it's like you perform comedy for a cat in a spaceship behind in front of a wall of knives like comedy in 2018 like what the fuck I don't know okay no it's satirical is it what what the fuck is it is this it's like this is the joke I guess okay i yelling to into a void sure that's <laughs> like, oh, okay. I've got, like, got a play to play this cat, man. I'm like you know, he's he's sleep. He's he, like the cat's just sleeping. He he doesn't give. It's just perfect. It's all exactly. Oh, see, that's what. Yeah, like that's the best kind of. I don't know. I feel like I should do crowd work. It's like, hey, what do you what do you do? He's like, mm. <laughs> you like milk? <laughs> Hell yeah, you do, dude. <laughs> like, man, what's your favorite kind of tuna? What do you think? <laughs> you feel like a little star kissed, little star kissed kitty. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I know. I know a star kiss kitty. You ever seen these star kiss kitties? <laughs> <laughs> stupid ass star kiss kitties, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, stupid. But those. Uh, man, I'm out of tuna brands. What is <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, uh, gold. Something of the sea. Chicken of the sea. Of the sea bubble. Bumblebee. Bumblebee tuna. Oh, very good. Very good. See, this is what comedy should be, guys. <laughs> Now we're back. Now we're back. 60 minutes. Name this tuna, man. Here we go. We're all good. I love it. Feeling the juice, baby. Feeling the juice. Charity talked about her friend getting motorboated by an ass. Excellent. Very good. I uh I last strip I've never been to a strip club in San Francisco. I uh last strip club I was in was in Reno. Uh and yeah it's it's a gross story so <laughs> it's going to be a gross story. I'm sorry. Uh it's a gross place. Uh, Reno though uh, I grew up there and it's in a perpetual identity crisis. Like it's always it never knows what it wants because Reno is kind of like vague It's like 24 hours hookers drugs gambling. But at the same time Reno doesn't understand that it's disgusting. Right. So it, it it's a Reno also tries to be, like, wholesome and family-oriented. So it's like, yeah, you can do all that shit, but it's like, but raise your kids here, man. Come on. It's like, it's like fucking creepier, you know? Like the ice cream man's trying to sell you meth at the same time. You're like, what the fuck? No, I don't like this at all. And so, like uh, last time I was at, last time at the strip club. Like the Reno, like friendliness and creepiness also bled into the strip club because my buddies. I was, it was his birthday. We go to the strip club. We're sitting in, in this thing, and this guy. Uh, I, I see a guy that I know from like elementary school. And instead of like us going like, no, we're looking at the the breasts and the vagina. We're not going to talk right now. He goes, oh hey man, how you doing? I haven't seen you. Since like Little League. And you're like, what the fuck? Why are you having this conversation with me right now? We're both we're both doing horrible things. Like, we're just ogling women together. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember when I fucking hit off a tee with that guy. And so he comes over and talks to me, and he's, I was like, he, he tells me some story. I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm here with my friend's birthday, so I got to go. Is like, and then I don't know why. It's common courtesy, right? I go, hey, what are you guys doing here? And this guy goes like, oh, we're here we're here to watch charity. She, this is a girl that sat in front of me in math class. I found out she danced here. He's like, who's bad at math now? And he starts tossing money at this girl. <laughs> it's, it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah so there's a time when you know too much to heckle people with money i wish you know sometimes stand-up comedy would be like that it's like man this is a bad set and then like a strip a stripper's bad night like man they threw money at me. he's like well you, you made money fuck that's that's a great night <laughs> like if somebody just winged a fucking quarter of me i'd be like wow that hurt but god i guess you know pain and gain i guess i don't know i'm still 25 cents richer a little bit heavier you can feel it in my hand it was good um i uh zia Zia's in isn't there is he's an uber guy <laughs> he is an uber man i always I, man i had i had the worst uber the other day I fire up the uber i see probably the worst notification you can get i cleared it up it's like hey five minutes your driver basm is away and then it says they have like the little things about the driver's personalities now right yeah like they give you like little cues into their their insights into their life and like it says basm is great at conversations. And you're like, oh my, fuck, 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 fuck. Like what a fucking nightmare. God, this guy pisses into a Mountain Dew cup all day. I don't want to talk to you. He's a a mobile prisoner. You drive around your own prison cell. It's going to be the desperate ramblings of a fucking lunatic. That's what I'm going to hear. Some man man breathing oxygen for the first time. He's going to talk. He's to waste my time. So I get in the car I get in the car And I'm expecting the worst And this is actually A great thing right Oh I thought you were Still taking a shit Hey welcome back Okay good 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 <laughs> did, you, did you Did you Did you burrow out Did you Did you fucking, Did you take out The back Sarah Did you I seriously Didn't see you leave Fuck Am I I'm, I'm like Fucking fried man My brain is My brain has gone <laughs> God. <Hey, hey, laughs> ah! ah! <laughs> I'm losing my fucking mind. I uh, okay, so uh, here's the thing though guys, so Start. I'll get you back in. Bad Uber, okay? Bad Uber. But I get in the car, and the car's actually great, right? This guy's name is Basm, right? Basm is a lovely man. Tells me the story, right? And the story starts like this. He's driving Uber because he lost his business because he lost both of his kidneys. His kidneys went into infection, and he was going to die, right? So he starts getting medical treatment, and he starts to search for a kidney, but he's down at the bottom of a donor list. He's too far down. Has to bring in relatives from other countries that he's related to to try and find a match no match. So he's searching far and wide. He thinks like hope's lost. He's like, oh shit, I'm going to die. The only person that's a match for Basm is his wife. The only person, his wife donates her kidney to him and saves his life. it's like one of those things where it's like this beautiful thing. These two people like just randomly meet. And now because they met, he's alive and they're still part of each other. It's this beautiful story. I'm like, wow, this is Incredible. It really makes you think. And so I get out of the car and he's like, Hey, have a good day. I'm like, Oh, you have a good day too. And I'm like, I'm thinking about it. Hitting me hard. Look at my phone, Uber notifications. Like, how's your ride? Give a rating. I'm like, Wow. How do I, how do I rate this? one star no conversations man don't fucking talk to me dude then he is bad at conversations too that was a 20 minute monologue at best no he didn't ask me about my day once it's about me well there's two people in this car is what i'm trying to say it's still to me we're still working that's good though I like I like Uber I like Uber uh, still it's good because I like that for the most part they don't do as much talking. Lyft is like all about like personalities and that sucks. Because it's like, no, you I don't yeah, I don't like that, right? It's like I'm gonna tell you all no, don't do that. Like uh, but there's sometimes where it's cool. Like I had one guy who was talking to me and like ran through three red lights in the San Francisco Financial <laughs> District. And I was like, You've told me everything I need to know that like you're gonna fucking murder me. <laughs> so I have you ever barrel rolled out of a Corolla? I did <laughs> <laughs> fucking to fucking do that, and I ran away. Still gave him five stars. Like, yeah, hey, he needs a gig. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. don't want to cost him anything. But uh, the other time, uh, I was getting a, a lift, and uh, I get in the car, and so I'm just in a pool because I was broke, and like I'm drunk, I'm wasted, and there's a lady next to me. who's like this. There's a heavy set black lady who's like very nice, but he starts being like a little too friendly, and like just joking. Like I can't remember what I said, but I was just like flirting like way over the top. It's like, oh, i will meet my wife tonight. Like just like really just going for it, like super hard. But then like. It, it starts to get real because then I start to feel hand slide over the top of the crotch, the jeans, and the back of uh, the car start sliding over. I'm like, Oh my God, no over the top handy. This is insane. And then the friction sounds start to be a little loud as the drive goes along. Cause I see, I look up like a little moment of desperation, meet the driver's eyes. He makes direct eye contact with me and then his eyes go down. I'm like, Oh man, that think he's probably gonna get weird. I'm going to get a bad rating or he's going to kick us out of the car or something. And then he goes to the radio. And he switches on the radio <laughs> and I don't remember if he had serious or what the first song that's playing take my breath away from the Top Gun soundtrack just like he had that on lock he's like well time to send this fucking into overdrive (laughs) you know where that tip feature is enjoy that hand job buddy that that back seat's there for a reason (laughs) enjoy that plastic sheeting yeah (laughs) that'd be rude just blast a fucking load into the guy's back seat (laughs) you knew what this was <laughs> please, please tip me. It's not good. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> this is a weird thing to think about. Isn't it weird that Republicans think uh, gay people can be cured by electricity? <laughs> That's a fucking weird thought, right? <laughs> it's like no, you just you shock them with more electricity. They're not gay anymore. It's like well, doesn't like I don't know. I, I, I always say I operate with like comic book law in my head, like right. <laughs> So, like, ostensibly, like, more electricity should be more of something, right? It's like how superheroes are created. So, like, if you, like, shock a person, a gay person with electricity, you just make them, like, super gay. Like, that's how, like, that's how drag queens are created in my head, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) that's like an, yeah, it's like an origin story. Like, mild-mannered Carl was sitting in his cubicle one day having vaguely sexual thoughts about his neighbor Ted. (laughs) When a a computer short circuited, (laughs) pumping him full of thousands of volts of electricity. And now he's Peach Supreme, fucking and sucking up and down the West Coast. Every hole filled, justice is happening. Just, I don't know. It sounds cool. (laughs) No, I don't know. Uh, That was fun. I, uh, I was thinking about the NFL too. Like uh, I, I, was a, I was at a Raiders tailgate, and you know what? the other thing too. The NFL gets a lot of flack, uh, but it's like kind of cool that you can go and just bet on millionaires giving each other brain damage, right? <laughs> like that's fucking amazing. Like when? What other? When do you get to do that? Like you don't get to see like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos you have a like a battle to the death. <laughs> I can't put money on that shit, but I can definitely saw. I can bet on Marshawn Lynch trying to kill Jimmy Garoppolo. Ah! Yeah, it's like fucking douchebags. Yeah, fuck you guys. Fuck both of you. Um... But I was, I was, like, you don't you don't expect enlightenment there, right? I was in the Raiders tailgate, right? Of course, definitely no enlightenment in Raiders tailgating at all. But my friend's wife's there, and she's breastfeeding. And cool, you know, titty out, feeding your spawn. Excellent. You know, he's just feeding the future, right? And so she's feeding her kid, and, uh, like, the guy in full black hole regalia comes by, like, sees her breastfeeding, then keeps walking by. But then he, like, comes back closer to the conversation, and we're like, uh, can we help you? And he's like... He like sits there for a second and this is the only thing he says and he goes, yo, that's Raider titty and then just walks away <laughs> and that's, that's, that was it. And uh, I don't know about myself, but like, if I was a female, who wants a raider titty? Jesus Christ! What a horrible fucking compliment! <laughs> like, is your is your tit like does it is it rampant with rabies and tetanus? Like, is that what's happening? Does you, do you have a barbed wire tattoo all around your? Do your nipples just shoot out ranch dressing? Is that all it is? That uh, just those are raider titties. Those are Raider to And you hide those. You hide those to the best of your ability. Oh, yeah. It's gross. Gross thing to say. I'm going to say one last gross thing. Um, and this is, I, I, I told a lot of jokes. This is the only joke where I have witnessed, Now at this point now, five people start to make out when I tell it. And when I tell it, you'll be like, what the fuck? Why? Who are these monsters? And I'll, I'll, so I'll start this. The most disgusting thing I've ever seen, I've seen like horrible behavior in a lot of ways. Worst thing on the scale of like murder, uh, all sorts of crimes, was a, me watching a man order a sandwich in a deli counter. Uh, and this is awful, right? So I'm sitting behind this guy. He seems normal, but he goes up to the counter and lady goes like, hey, what do you want? And this guy goes, uh, I'd like to take a ham sandwich uh, plane. And she's like, Okay. And he's like, uh, she's like, anything else? Need vegetables? He's like, no vegetables. Extra mayo. I'll tell you when. Oh, what? I'll tell you when. Jesus, what? And then, so this lady's like, okay, like, she's like, alright, tough guy, you know, it's like, so she, what she does, this lady calls his blood, like, oh, extra mayo. She takes the deli spoon, the full deli spoon, puts it into the thing of mayo, so it's like, now, like, this high, and she plops it, there's an audible plop on the bread, and she's like, huh, enough for you? Like, i like like, ah, gotcha. And this guy goes, more. <laughs> like, he just, he just, he he was like, just, like, Ugh. Just like a fucking wolf around prey, you know? And then, so she's like, oh, gross. She dips in for number two, another plop. And now, this point like he's sweating like sweating excitedly he's got like mayonnaise sweats you know how it gets to the side of your mouth now it's all over his face that's how he looks shiny and so she looks back and, she's like, oh, and he's like huh more he's like he's just making noises now he's like yeah so she does three and then before she gives the third scoop she just like halts her body and she looks back up at him like don't, please don't make me do this. Just don't, make me, just don't make me do this. And then he goes, ugh, like this. Like, you'll, you'll stop when daddy says stop. She takes the spoon, plops it. And then he goes, ugh, like enough. And at this point, bread is here. Mayo is like here. And she's like, anything else? He goes, no, God. Ugh. And then just squirts it all together. And Manny just shoots down the side like a rancid cum shot. And he just backs this up and just goes home. Now, guys, this is a person in public. (laughs) He thought this was acceptable human behavior. What is this monster doing behind closed doors? You can only imagine he's like tiptoeing over severed body parts to like a refrigerator with just a human head that just says, Daddy's dipping Nays, or just dips handfuls of mayo into his own face going, nobody judges Daddy in the dark, (laughs) and just (laughs) scoops it down. Yeah. And um, people have made out to that joke, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Bye.
3: Wow. John Gallagher. I have an unnatural love for mayonnaise, but not that much. I mean, I like to eat, um, uh, what are they called? Artichokes and use dip it in. And the artichoke becomes a spoon, basically, for mayonnaise. Or butter. Or both. Sometimes I have butter and mayonnaise. And I just... Separate it back and forth. I think that's exciting. I like I like all the fats. I don't have a problem with the fats. I love the fats. I actually want to, um, I'm so glad you talked about lactation. I want to do the one thing that my body, God wanted my body to do, and, and that's lactate because I smoke and eat so much marijuana that I will have, you know, my breast milk will be full of THC And what I'd like to do is take enough of my breast milk and condense it and make TH cheese so that I can save the vegans. Because cashew milk is not milk. And it does not make actual cheese. And I could be consent-based milk. This would be 100% consent-based milk. That I would save the vegans with, but then my only question is like, can I get high on my own supply? So if I make the cheese and it has THC cheese and and I eat it, like, do I? Is it just like a constant cycle of just like, joy? Would you eat my cheese? Would you eat? Would you eat cheese made out of my breast milk? You would. All right, cool, awesome, yay! I think it's, it's 22% fat. Breast milk is 22% fat. I think it would make a delicious cheese. It would make like it could make like a triple cream brie, TH brie. thing. <laughs> It'd be really, really good. I'm really excited about it. Uh, your next comedian, he's a really funny guy. He actually uh, drives for Lyft. He has this amazing book called Lift Me Up that's based off of, he's trying to like do therapy in his car. He's, he's like, hey, everybody, let's like communicate with the leave a message to the person after you. And then he took this book and then th- it's really neat. It's a good book. I have it on my bookshelf and I enjoyed it very much. And you should listen to his podcast, also called Lift Me Up. Uh, put your hands together right now for Zia Ahmed. Yes. <laughs>
8: Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, so that was all uh, a thing, the book and the podcast. And I'm going to talk a little bit about all those things. Um, but I also wanted to tell, I feel like I often, um, I've kind of gotten to a position with this this book, this whole project. Should we just open? Should I start with that? Should I? Yeah, all right, let's do that, cool. So, my name is Zia and I'm a Lyft driver. And for those of you guys who don't know, as I drive around, I like to ask my current passenger to leave my next passenger a message, okay? I'm gonna give you two examples of those messages, right? So once somebody got in my car and wrote, paradise is not another world. Paradise is not another world, it is the ruins of this world gazed upon compassionately. So it's deep, it's meaningful, it's actually kind of beautiful for a lift drive, right? And then somebody else got in my car and wrote, my couch pulls out, but I don't. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the range of messages that I've kind of been able to compile over uh, the past few years is actually kind of cool. I published that in a book. It's called Lift Me Up San Francisco. Please do check it out on Amazon and bookstores. Uh, that was the applause, <laughs> applause break right there. <laughs> there you go. All right, cool, the support, the support, fucking support, motherfucker. All right, so, um, so yeah, that's definitely one of the things that I did, and um, uh, you know, as, as a Lyft driver, you often do get uh, all sorts of really bizarre uh, compliments. Compliment some. Uh, by the way, John, I was just thinking about uh, the guy's name wasn't Basim; it was Basam, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's uh, perha- <laughs> perhaps. Uh, I mean I'm sure you say Pakistan too, but oh. it's Pakistan. <laughs> it's, uh, it's. We will. We will get to it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. All right. So. <laughs> So compliments as a Lyft driver, right? I've gotten a a lot of bizarre compliments. Um, Once somebody, you know, you get compliments for all these bizarre things. For example, if you speed up and break a red light or a yellow light, you actually get compliment. I get tips every time I bust through a stop sign. I don't, uh, an illegal U-turn, those are always helpful on it, there you go. That's there. All oh, those are always helpful on these streets in San Francisco. The strangest compliment I got was once these two chicks got in my car and they said, "Oh, I'm so glad you talk English." <laughs> now, uh, now, now, I thought. I said to myself, "First of all, it's speak, you dumb cunt. <laughs> Uh, But I didn't say that, I definitely, obviously I didn't say that, I didn't say that, I took it as a compliment. I told her, ma'am, that's a compliment to me, and the reason why I did that, because I want to have a threesome with these bitches. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I know, it's true, it's It's true. true. That has happened, I just haven't written about it, and uh, we'll get to that one of these days. One of the few things, some of the things that I actually wanted to talk about. So, so yeah, so my name is Zia. I'm from the country of Pakistan and I'm a Muslim, so you better hope I don't bomb on stage tonight. (laughs) Cute little racy, you know, kind of edgy joke. Let's see how, where it goes. I mean, for the people who've heard that plenty of times, that's, it's a drag, but I dig it. uh, uh I you know so I'm from the city of Karachi in Pakistan it's a city of 20 yeah, yeah well, well, what's funny about that well, well, what, so Karachi in Pakistan it's a city of 25 million people and there are zero bars yeah. zero bars so the next time you're at a bar make sure you tip your waitstaff staff and your bartender this is a bit that I do at bars Uh, I don't know why I did that over here, but let's just uh, move on. All right, so. uh, So alcohol is prohibited in Pakistan. There are no bars. The alcohol is prohibited, but you can still buy Alcohol from these shady little hole-in-the-wall spots with like these barricaded uh, fucking doors, uh, and it said the only way that you know it's a wine shop is it says outside the store in big letters in English. It says for sale only to non-Muslims, wow. <laughs> and that's the only way you know that you can buy alcohol there, <laughs> which is a unique, is a bizarre way to find out that you can, and, and you know, if somebody ever asks you to prove that you're a Muslim, there's no way they can, <laughs> there's no way they can do that. If you say, are you a Muslim, you say, no, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> and that's how you get alcohol. The only one way they can actually check that is to see if you're circumcised. And if anybody ever asks you to see if you're circumcised, just say no. <laughs> that's not a thing. You don't ever want anybody, just don't, right, no? I mean, w- would you say yes, John? <laughs> like, is that, yeah? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so my favorite three things, so you know, as, uh, as bizarre as it is Pakistan and all this weird, crazy shit that happens, um, I do dig it, I'm a big fan for sure, without a doubt. Uh, my three favorite thing about Pakistan are our clothes our food, and our heroin. We have the best heroin on the, there's there's some jokes in here, come on. There's some, there's some jokes. Every single time I tell somebody I'm Pakistani, they tell me, oh, I know you, I've seen the big sick, I know exactly, cause fucking big sick, it was a Joe movie not too long ago, Kumail Nanjiani and uh, yeah, that's, I feel like people think they know about Pakistan because of that movie. <laughs> it is strange because it's, it's a country of 200 million, Kumail, Kumail Nanjiani is one of them. And uh, yeah, I actually did go to high school with him, <laughs> yeah, uh, in Karachi, high school, uh, and he's got this really bizarre story that he tells about getting egged once, that was my <laughs> Crew, but let's not go there. Um, while I was actually in Pakistan, um, I hosted a nighttime talk show, a radio, a a live nighttime talk show called uh, "The Lighter Side of Things." Uh, it was from ten o'clock at night to twelve o'clock at night, live call-in talk show. And, um, and 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 one of the most interesting things that I ever came up, and I want I want to try and share more of these stories and stuff with you guys. But uh, I want to ask. What do you think was the most requested song in Pakistan? The most requested song what? It's a good. It's a good guess. It's definitely a good guess, but that's not it. Anything else? Anything else? Beat it by Michael Jackson. That's another very, very good guess, two very, very popular songs. However, the most popular song, most requested song in Pakistan, was Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On. Ty- Titanic was like the biggest fucking thing on the planet. This is like 2009. It was, a, it was like 15 years after that fucking movie and they're still all about, all about that. I don't, I don't know why, but uh, Titanic was without a doubt a thing. So um, a little bit more, I, I am a Muslim, I'm, I'm a fan, I li- I'm, I'm, I, I'm not a good practicer, I don't know too much about it. But without a doubt, I am a Muslim, alhamdulillah, 100%. And I like searching and learning and understanding and seeing what people are doing within the tradition across the world. Um, and one of the things that I recently came across was a, uh, uh, what was it? The um, Muslim Entrepreneur Conference in Malaysia. It was a Muslim entrepreneur conference in Malaysia. And one of the products that was highlighted over there was a uh, halal cat shampoo. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck. I don't get it. I don't know what it is either. I don't know what it is. But halal has to do with something you can eat. So either you can eat the shampoo, or you can eat the cat after you give it a shampoo. <laughs> but something better be going in my fucking stomach, right? <laughs> all right? Come on, you gotta eat something. It's got halal, the word halal in it. Um, I got, I have another, I have this one question thing that's been on my mind. Well, it's not more of a thought, I'm sure you guys are all familiar. Instagram? Yeah? Instagram? Right. So I think... I think Instagram should have been the name of an app that delivers cocaine. <laughs> right? What else could you possibly need a gram of instantly? That was, my, that was one of my little one-liners over there. Let's see uh, if we've got anything else uh, to do. How, how am I on time right now? Do I have time? You're at 9.30
2: right
8: now. Wow. Oh, right on. Well, um, I, I feel like, um, <clears throat> so, so I was, this is, the, you know, we were talking about uh, Lyft earlier. And uh, one of the, uh, so, so I drive for Lyft. I mean, I, have, I own a car parking in San Francisco. Parking tickets. Wow. That's what I'm trying to say. I drive for Lyft to pay off my parking tickets. <laughs> and as I drive, I get more <laughs> tickets. <laughs> I think that's called the infinite loop ladies and gentlemen. That's pretty much my time. Uh I'm going to kind of give it up right there. All right, thank you guys.
3: zia Ahmed, the best person to go to open mics with cuz he's a lift driver. He'll just take you from place to place. Like, yeah, let's hang out. Let's go. Um thank you guys all for coming to the show tonight. I'll do like I was, one more cat joke? Nah, we, we've ex- have we exhausted the cat jokes? Have we? I, I mean, I, 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 love, I love this cat so much. Uh, he is just the best, and I know that he loves me so much because uh, I was getting finger-banged by my boyfriend. Kitten didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked him. <laughs> Meaning that the kid really, really loves me. <laughs> or women really do taste like tuna. Mm -mm. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. Mm, That's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. It is an old, old flappy vagina. On that, all professionals send on a vag joke. Am I right? <laughs> what would he do? I get to talk about it all I want because I could be naked right now and you wouldn't be able to see anything because I have so much pubic hair. It looks like a hair skirt. It's like I can. I don't feel embarrassed naked. I'm like, try to look. Can't see anything down there. I could actually French braid my pubes. It's really quite amazing. It's. it's Ooh, this has been a fun show. Um, Thank you guys so much for coming. Honestly, thank you to all the comedians, uh, to Boris Shakurko and John Gallagher and Charity Pomeroy and Zia Ahmed and and he was Richard Kiss was right here. And there was another one that now out of sight, out of mind. (laughs) Who was the Was that all of us? That was it. That was it. That was all of us. Okay, cool. Yay. And thanks to David in the back. Oh, and me. Oh, me. Yeah. I did. I did jokes. I told jokes. Uh, and David Zunzu Kircher for running the ones and twos back there. And thank you guys all for being here. And uh, we'll be here next week and every Friday on Pam Cassie's Comedy Clubhouse. Yay! Yay!
9: The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from three to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian hate ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker. Saturdays from noon to two. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff! You can listen in live to these fine programs on MutinyRadio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal! Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat.
1: Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs
0: think I'm funny, Daryl.
1: Well, I mean, you ever want to be...
10: Mutiny Radio. FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit McRat.
11: <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com.
2: To
10: Muni Radio at mutinyradio.fm It's a great place to listen to crazy
2: things. With,
3: Round, played, mixed, all for you every Saturday, from noon to 2, by Scott Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast.
12: That is Flat Black Plac. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby.
3: <laughs> How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listeners! There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock it's time for free phone sex 415-550-0511 yes call in for free phone sex you will be recorded it is a podcast but will that phone sex be free absolutely 10 a.m Mondays it's time for everyday conversations on race with everyday people with Sima Lieberman Everyday people talking about race every week. Different everyday people talking about race. On Tuesdays, 10 o'clock, it's Spiritual Psychology with Renee McKenna. Meditate. It'll heal ya. Then, at noon, stick around. Sergio Navoa brings you my limited view. Talking about all things from his perspective. Then... On Thursdays from 8 to 10, it's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem. Exciting new shows here at Mutiny Radio. Also, the IC podcast. That's the imprint city podcast coming soon. Mutinyradio.fm. New shows, you can have one too. Contact director at mutinyradio.fm. Everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since
6: 1975.
11: For all your space chicken, sci-fi, comedy, non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Tim's Tesseract.com Tim's Tesseract.com
10: So Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother.
3: Asiento. Come in after work and take a seat at Asiento. A great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks and relax with your neighbors located at bryant 21st street in the deep mission kitty corner block from mutiny radio come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket a great neighborhood bar
11: come take a seat at asiento
2: the
10: to mutiny radio at mutinyradio.fm it's a great place to listen to crazy things July 1946, Paris. In the reception room of that palace on the right bank of the river, a hale and hearty journalist heckled for a quarter of an hour a thin man with deep marks of suffering and privation on his face, who had in front of him a small vase of pink roses. Roundabout were nearly 100 reporters and observers from all countries. Mr. President, you are a communist, aren't you? Yes, the man replied sedately. Have you been in the resistance?
2: Ladies yes. and gentlemen, Angelo
10: How long? Clemente. About 40 years. Have you been in prison too? It was clear what the
2: journalist was driving at. Yes. What prison? Many, sir.